I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Hope you all had a great weekend. I had a weekend of watching a lot of dystopian programs that involve curses, plagues, and how people have to make sacrifices in order to survive. The theme of uh, the theme of these programs have been either adapt to your surroundings or perish. Simple as that. And of course, I think this is going to be the the mantra for the survival uh, times of survival that is coming. The, 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 the apocalyptic morality. I've talked about it before. I've been watching the TV series From. It's called From F R O M, and the last season of The Walking Dead. I watched that over the weekend, and both are about people who need to survive by rebuilding their lives after plagues and scarcity, and how people have to work together. When they're displaced, becoming refugees in the world. Dystopian narratives have long been uh, they've been an alluring and, and thought-provoking form of entertainment, especially for those who take an interest in studying social and political structures from classics like, of course, Animal Farm or 1984, It Can't Happen Here, Brave New World, uh, Behold a Pale Horse, just going down all the list of the books that you should be reading. We just put we just uh, featured Behold a Pale Horse, uh, Bill Cooper's book in Aftermath.media. If you sign up, you'll be able to find it and then read through it. If you haven't read through the book, it's available at our library. But yeah, we, you know, 1984 is there, Brave New World there, of course. We have all kinds of other stuff that's in the library. Um, but there are other, I guess, modern, contemporary types of uh, dystopian stories. Uh, besides The Walking Dead, there's uh, The Hunger Games, there's Squid Game, there's uh, just... just Picture in your mind television shows, movies that paint a picture of desperate people fighting for record, uh, for resources and for money. It, it, it basically sends the message, and the message is loud and clear here. Our lives are driven by fear. Fear leads us to spend and consume. Fear leads us to withdraw from our communities and fear leads us to apathy regarding our own social and political processes. This fear is conditioned as much as it's natural. People have a natural fear, of course, but there's a lot of conditioning as well of fears. Some of them are, are you know, are, sometimes we, we read into things and it scares us and fear motivates the fight or flight mechanism in the body. And it's fear that triggers most turmoil. When somebody's angry, when somebody gets angry at you, usually if you can find out why they're angry, it usually has a basis in fear. Fear of losing something, fear of being found out, fear of, you know, just revealing some vulnerability here. And so when whenever somebody gets angry at you, you have to understand that that anger is probably based in it's it's fear-based. When everybody when somebody acts against their character. I I've noticed this because, you know, in the times that I've dealt with people on a staff or in radio or whatever, 
you see guys that do something that's outside of their character, and usually it's because they're afraid of something. Whether they're afraid their marriage is going to fall apart, whether their kids, you know, aren't, aren't doing well, or you know, something in their relationship, or there's a there's an animal or a pet that's dying, you know, people they act differently, and so it's always wise that when you start seeing this happen, you have to ask because. The other day, um, I did the show about the Joro spider, and and I received an email telling me that the show was inappropriate because, according to the author of the email, we are at war, and we need to hear more from you about what is happening. And I figured the reason why you're angry is because you're scared. You know, the spider show was interesting because it had something to do with the, the global biota and, and how it's changing and how things in this world are changing. And, and these are things I find interesting to talk about. The war is nonstop 24 seven on most of the news networks. And so if all I did was talk about the war, I mean, now they're reporting stuff that, you know, really doesn't make a hill of beans difference as to what's going on. It's, it's always like some story about how someone avoided being shot or how somebody was shot or how somebody died or avoided dying or, you know, and and this is the thing is, oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not dismissing this as, as as not being important, but you can only take so much of the same cliched reporting before you start saying to yourself, what else is happening, and how am I dealing with all this? What is my what is my personal feelings? When do I have time to be pensive and introspect? So I was doing this show about the Joro Spire, and somebody said, hey, we're doing. you should be doing more war shows. We need to know what's going on. And I assured the listener, I said, listen, when something interesting transpires about the war, I'll report it. But there comes a point where all this cheerleading becomes exploitative. I mean, we're at that stage now in the mainstream media. We are at the point of overkill with the war and why we should be supported, but in the need you know, no one stops to think about the long-term impact of what is really underway here. It, it, it's it's not good. I don't think it's healthy mentally. And we're about to see some horrible repercussions from this moment in history because it's very much a well-designed. It's it's a well-designed motivator. It's a, it's an agenda, and eventually, what it's going to do, and and it's going to be a perfect way to pivot into starving people the agenda is to starve people into submission and provide them with a solution that is not all good or comfortable for them as war continues to ravage ukraine americans particularly those who live paycheck to paycheck are beginning to feel the financial squeeze on their food prices from the conflict half a world away I mean, you need to understand that it it, it started, you know, we, we started talking about what is known as Big Mac economics, food chain uh, disruptions. Now we have a war and this is going to cause even more of a squeeze on your paycheck, more of a squeeze on your ability to feed your families. It's all by design, guys. This is something that they want to have happen because then you'll be wanting something else. And it's something that's not going to be good for you, I promise. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back.
You've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.